welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So last time our heroes set off on their climactic battle. So, we will dive right into the action. So, in the air at the moment is Storm Chaser, the airship, uh, with Promothor at the helm. <clears throat> and uh, Taseel, the uh, green prismatic dragon, um, with uh, both Tabitha and Francis and Barley on its back, or on her back. Um, the uh, Zabrox and his army, his boys, as they call themselves, are staying back at, uh, at in Conovis uh, for the current time until they are... Uh, at least the plan currently is to teleport them in. So, you guys are flying over the air. Just you can feel the tension in the you know among everyone. Everyone's just kind of both anxious and scared and excited all at the same time uh, for the coming battle. Um, so uh, as you guys crest the the final hill, it's about probably you know flying at the speeds you guys are flying at. Um, it's about probably, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes before you finally get over there. And when you finally crest the hill, or the last hill, you see just swarms. Uh, it almost looks like there's a sort of this gray moving carpet along the ground as high up in the air as you are. <laughs> Um, it just, it, 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 you didn't remember the ground being gray and then you just see slight shifts in movement and you realize it's just packed with people, you know, from this high in the air, it almost looks like this flowing lace of just, you know, undead everywhere. Um, every once in a while among the group, you can see, uh, these just gigantic, you know, giants and ogres and other creatures. Some look like they're like you know, almost uh, Frankensteinian, you know, as, you know, multiple things that are assembled together. Um, you see occasional drakes. You see two dragons among them. Um, neither of which are the dragon you saw before. Uh, and there are occasionally among them what look to be necromancers of some sort. Uh, they seem to be you know, individually piloting legions. The army you guys saw when that invaded Malatune uh, honestly looks like maybe one to two of these legions. And there are you know, at least you know, 30 to 40 of those types of legions here. It's, they, it, I mean, this is, more, this is a larger army than any of you have ever even heard of in myths or legends. So, we are going to go into a skills challenge to see how well you guys do your initial siege. So, everyone, go ahead and roll initiative. Where's my guy? There's my guy. There's your guy. Oops. And We're really all together with it. Alright, oh, so, Tormir, <laughs> what'd you get on your initiative? I rolled a 35. Oh, shoot. Right. I'm sorry, I forgot to select my character. That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. Uh, Tabitha, what did you get on your initiative? 26. 26, alright. And then Jathal, what'd you get on your initiative? Good old 17. All right. And a fear. What did you get on your initiative? I got a 35. 35. All right. Who has the higher bonus between Tormir and a fear? Bonus. What's what's your bonus to the Looks roll? Looks like a fear. Looks like a fear has a 20. Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. Then a fear. Uh, you are up first. Um, you are inside of the uh, airship as it's flying over uh, Promothor yells out over the, sort of the, uh, the the intercom for lack of a it's you know the, the copper tubes that run through the, the ship he yells out and you ca everyone can kind of hear echoing you ready 
Yeah. All right, and he like reaches over and pulls a lever, and Ooh, flies on an airship over the sky. Promothor kid. <laughs> you ran out of syllables. Oh, Promothor Ken. I see. Never mind. Yeah. Ah. Uh, um. So the so the, the the hatch opens up, but also at the same time, uh, the orange, or no, uh, what color? I think was it yellow? I think it was the uh, Centauran stone. Um, yes. Lights up on the console, and you also see like these two arms and four legs come out at the same time as he pulls the lever. He goes, "Huh, that's new." Hmm. Like out of the console? No, no, out of the uh, the ship. So there's like. Grapping, grasping arms on the front. Oh, and looks like okay. uh, what looks to be like you know, kind of spider-like legs. Like they don't end in feet; they just kind of end in points. Um, that come out of the sides, and he goes, "Huh, uh, that'll be interesting." That should have been the scorpion bloodstone. Damn it! Probably. <laughs> uh, but a giant pincer tail coming out of the top. Yeah. No, uh, n- none of the none of that gets in the way of your dropping. So, uh, so Athir inside the mech suit drops from the sky. Now, ooh, does you he are... do superhero landing? Uh, of so, how are you? Uh, uh, I guess uh, you need to figure out the best way to land and po- cause the most damage to them and not to yourself. So, uh, how would you like to do that? Um, I I would probably use my warfare lore to figure out where their um like commanding command and control would be and i'd want to land on that to to disable that okay like the the head command where like kundal is is probably out of reach at this range but yeah i want to like the the forward commands definitely you can probably figure out where the best place that is so uh yeah go ahead and give me a roll on warfare lore be lieutenants or commanders or something like that, you know, where they're they're commanding the army. How about a thirty-one? A thirty-one is a success. Oh, all right. So, uh, you slam down, boom, and just dust gets kicked up in all directions. And just everyone just sees this like there's a crater now right where uh, Athir landed when the dust begins to settle a little bit. Um, you can just you see just absolute just carnage. Bodies have flown in all directions, but it's not very long before they start turning and trying to swarm this giant uh, mech. It's doing a very admirable job, kicking, punching, you know, knocking uh, the things that are coming at it off, but. They're also scra- you know, scrambling up its legs. Uh, not really sure where they're going towards, but you know, faster than it can knock them off. So up next, Tormir. All right. Um, um, I will take a moment before the full battle ensues to center myself and strengthen my inner calm before what is going to be almost assuredly a very long day <laughs> okay so what I guess you're, you're trying to like center yourself um, how does that affect the battlefield yeah there's not a lot a dwarf can do standing on top of a airship that's well. why I chose the dragon. <clears throat> That's um, why I chose the mech. <laughs> I, 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 I punch things. So have no face skills. You could encourage. I shoot arrows. Have, do a, a rallying cry. So, so some options. If you're looking for ideas, you could try to survey the battlefield. Um, and I, you know, see where uh, you know other places, you know, other places, or things that are possibly coming. You could narrate and make you know, you know, state that there's a giant over there that's about to um, come after Athir, and that you're directing Promothor to use some use something, you know, from the Scorpion Bloodstone that we don't know yet, and blast it. Um, you could um. A lot of diplomacy-sounding things when I have no diplomacy. Well, that would be more perception uh, for that, because I would be spotting it. 
Um, there, you could also, um, well, let me think. Yeah, you could definitely use perception. Um, you could try to, uh, like, grab, you know, if there's maybe like a, a secondary control for the, the uh, range. Or oh, no, no, I got an idea. I got an idea. I'm going to try to find any large unneeded objects, like, you know, uh, containers that aren't needed anymore, and I'm literally just going to chuck them overboard. Okay. That, to me, sounds like an athletics check. How high up are we? Uh, you guys are pretty high up, to the point where like a medium-sized creature uh, looks like, you know, not quite a dot. Like, you can still make out what they are, but... Um, you're quite. You're you're a fair ways up. Uh, Marin's plan was to kind of uh, use the the heights so that way you weren't as easily identified coming in over the horizon. All right, what'd you get on your uh, check there, Tormir? I rolled a thirty-three. All right, uh, with a thirty-three, that is also a success. So, I. Uh, um, Athir down on the ground there the, things are just piling up on him Athir just, you know, comes up with this idea stomp his foot and a bunch of stuff falls over and in your kind of you know confidence almost kind of you know metaphorically patting yourself on your back Athir as you're doing that um, a another giant almost as big as your ship or as your uh, mech uh, ends up walking up behind you and you're honestly not sure how it did that uh, without you noticing uh, and you're about to spin, you start spin around to look at it, and it is rearing back a fist in, you know, mid-punch, and all of a sudden this just shipping crate just lands on its head, and it just kind of falls off to the side. Cool. Dead giant. Cool. My kind of giant. Alright. And up next is Jethal. I... Is it not supposed to be the 26 over my 17? Oh, it is supposed to be the 26 over your 17. I apologize, <laughs> listeners. Up next is Tabitha. Um, I use my perception check to see if there are... To look at uh, the surrounding areas. Okay. Are you going to uh, use your spotting to like identify the best areas for Tabitha to stray from? You mean... Or um, not Tabitha. Taseal. Taseal. Oh, uh, uh, 25. Oh, Go ahead. Um, I, I just have one quick question. About how high in feet are we? Uh, how high we in will Tegans? say you are probably about... We'll say maybe... Let's see. We'll say 1,500 feet? Maybe 2,000 feet? Okay. Yeah, so that did 750 damage to that giant, by the way. Yeah, pretty much its its uh, head was relocated just below its uh, torso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on what that would in, would mean, but uh, people can do the math. Uh, no, okay, so just uh, made Tabitha, what would you roll again? Washed. I'm sorry? What would you roll? 25. 25. All right, so... Uh, that is not a success. What? So, uh, you may take the failure or use your one hero point. I'm going to use my one hero point. Okay. Don't you have halfling luck, too? Oh, yeah. Uh, or you can use halfling luck. I will do halfling luck. Okay. I got you. Thirty-nine. 39. That mm -hmm. is a success. So, uh, so you are, you kind of identify the perfect area to a stray from that will hit the most things. And uh, as you're doing that, um, you know, there's just this, you know, it, the um, prismatic breath that, that Tasio, uh, no, it is not a critical success. Um, so, uh, uh, Tasiel is just breathing and just this strafe run of you know things are just almost like disintegrated by the, the breath there, you see like things that are on fire and things that are, look like they've been electrocuted and things that are just gone some things that are um, 
you know, just not there. Something's turned to dust. And there's uh, also a handful of things that are, uh, like, undead that are instead are turned to stone in the path as well. Um, there's all kinds of different effects in that area. And uh, as, as they're doing that, uh, Tabitha, you suddenly spin around and just see this undead drake just coming in right for, for Taysil, right behind. You don't spot it until the very last moment, and... As you do, you yell out, Taysil, look out! And Taysil kind of does a, a uh, you know, uh, a side, uh, uh, what is it, an aileron roll? Is the, uh, a I think barrel the roll? Yeah, off to the side. And uh, <laughs> and, and rolls off. Rolls off. Uh, Tabitha barely hangs on. Uh, Barley falls out, but then as, as Taysil writes, writes herself, uh, Barley reappears back in the basket. Uh, by the way, I did tie uh, Francis in. Okay. So yeah, Bar- Bar- oh. Barley falls out. You see that Barley go, ah! and then like in a moment's notice, like he's back in the basket. And uh, there Good is a boy. dragon that is right on top of uh, Taysil, but barely missed in its uh, its its grasping attack. So Jethal, you are up. How how far away from from Taysil is the airship? Uh, more or less directly overhead. So probably like oh, uh, overhead. You, you, yeah, you're 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 kind of stra- strafing down. Well, I mean, wh- how, where do you want it to be? I mean, this is narrative space. <laughs> where would you like the airship to be? <laughs> I mean, what I want to do is yell up to be diplomatic about this and yell up to Promethor and be like. <clears throat> Take her in, Captain. We're gonna pinch this dragon. Like on the okay. butt or what? We're gonna right. pinch it with the hands. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, Brandon. <laughs> the crab. <laughs> yes, yes. Tormir, Tormir. By the way, listeners, for the that can't see. Uh, Tormir is doing a crab dance for us, so. Crab people, <laughs> crab people. All right, go ahead and roll your diplomacy check, Jethal. Yeah, Millie. What we got? What we got? Ooh, a 30. That is a really good roll. Unfortunately, it is one away from a success. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dang it. Uh, I'm going to fail fantastically. Okay. So, um, so Jathal goes, let's go in. And Promother looks and goes, is that really that great of an idea? And Jathal goes, absolutely. And is able to convince him with his diplomacy. <laughs> so Promother goes, well, Clearly. I will follow your lead. And he takes it in and like one of the grasp arms just grabs the, the dragon by the neck. Uh, and like lobs it off to the side, just barely outside of, uh, Tasio. But unfortunately... Uh, it's down low enough that as he tries to pull it up, it just kind of skids onto the ground, and it's uh, you know it, it lands on the ground. The legs hit really hard, and somehow the ship. This is the first time you've ever seen Storm Chaser stall out, uh, but it was a hard enough impact that that Promethor is now trying to get it back up and going again, uh, get it off the ground. So. It has made landfall. Luckily, you saved Taysil, but uh, now there's a ship on the ground with undead climbing up all over. Man, I thought this guy oh, knew no. how to drive it. Promothor is uh, is going, uh, give me a second here, guys. Keep him off. And up next is Athir. Right. What about old man Jethal? Well, you, you also get to uh, declare his actions, too, because oh, you're kind of helping direct sh- all that. I didn't know that. You're Jathal. Uh, all the Jathals. All the Jathals. All right. All right. Well, let's see here what we've got for options. Just always and forever. <laughs> Jathal. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. I, I need that on a t-shirt. Well, can I reach the uh, airship from where I'm at? 
Uh, it's on the ground, so you probably would have to, you know, run slash punt your way through uh, a handful of undead. But yeah, you could probably get there in in a round uh, I, I, with the mech in a full sprint. Yeah, I think I'd I'd try to I'd want to like go assist the airship that has clumsily fell to the ground. I did. Okay. It seemed like that was intentional. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it was pretty awesome looking. It came down and, like, grappled a, a dragon by the neck and tossed it to the side. But, yeah, it looked like it unceremoniously hit the ground at the same time. So, um, okay, yeah, so you're going to sprint over there. Uh, what uh, skill do you want to use for that? Well, since I'm driving the mech, I'm not sure what would be appropriate for that. So I'll give you a few options. Uh, if you want to use, like, the control panel... Like in like actually control control it, you can use Arcana. Okay. Um, alternatively, if you want, you can try using athletics to try to like force it to like you know essentially mimic your actions. It's a little bit more awkward doing it that way, uh, but you can you can try that. Um, alternatively, uh, I could see an argument for survival for since you're like all out sprinting and it's um, it's a lot of work for you to, to you know maintain. It for for that distance, um, you could you know survival to make sure that you're able to sprint at at a full speed, miming it on the inside for without slowing down. Well, if if this thing doesn't have automatic transmission um, and I've got to do manual shifting and whatnot, it may be more difficult um, to uh, to do it. So I'd need strength to to manhandle the controls at a full sprint. So. I think maybe athletics would be appropriate in that case. That makes sense to me. Okay. So let's see what we got here. How about a 32? A 32 is a success. There you go. So, um, Athir, Mecha Athir, comes sprinting over, um, and you it just kind of begins, like, swatting, just, sw- you know, large swaths of undead off, you know, climbing up over the... Uh, the, the bridge of the uh, airship. Uh, there are still some that make it over, but Athir has done a lot of work to, uh, to, to get rid of most of them. And Athir also uh, avoids knocking the legs out from underneath the uh, airship as well, which would potentially topple it over or make it roll. So um, That's always a good thing, and not to break the machinery. Yeah. Always a good thing. All right. So... Um, there is a, uh, you're starting to see some, you know, the, the armies are kind of starting to cent, uh, uh, central or centralize around you, center around you, swarm towards you, whatever the right phrase is. Um, as you are doing so, in the, uh, on, on the horizon, however, you do see um, like one of the hordes like just kind of break off and wander in a different direction. Um, and as it wanders away, you happen to see um, it looks like some sort of uh, orcish uh, rogue kind of like dives off to the side and uh, carrying with him the head of a necromancer uh, off in the distance. Um, meanwhile, uh, it is up to you now, Tormir. Are there so are there like uh, trees in the area? Uh, I mean, there's probably, like, if there are trees, they're more palm trees, because this is more of a desert, uh, sandy area. Okay. But yes, there are some trees in the area. Uh. I got really obsessed with an idea, but it's not gonna work. Um. I will keep a vigil on the airship to um, fend off any of these zombies trying to make their way on board. Okay. Uh, you uh, The two skills that are off the table for you at the moment are, it looks like, Athletics and athletics. Athletics and athletics. So no athletics for you. Right. Um, so I was thinking perception for that to so hear you're gonna, for when they're trying keep, to keep an up. eye out for and uh, like take out any undead that come over the the edge. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. Go ahead and roll your perception. All right. I rolled a twenty-seven. I'm just gonna go ahead and use my hero point. 
Okay. And I got another 27 because that's just how the dice work. Who All right, the, so the that is hero not a success. Use. So uh, Tormir is fending off the undead, and there are tons and tons of undead, and Tormir probably takes out a good you know, 20 to 30 of them as they're climbing over the edge. Unfortunately, as, um, I mean, Tormir spots the ones that are coming over this way and that way, and uh, there's just too many of them. Uh, it's, it's not that, you know, he's uh, insufficient of a co- combatant. He's definitely more than holding his chair. It's just there are far too many undead for him to keep up with. So undead begins swarming over the edge, and uh, the um, even Marin and uh, Jarman are, are battling back against what they can. Up next, Tabitha. So I can't use athletics or perception, right? Or you're locked out of perception and perception. Uh, yes, because perception was what you used last time, and perception oh, okay. is what was used just before you. Hmm. The problem is, is that I'm kind of stuck on uh the back of a dragon so it's kind of hard for me to do a lot of things um could i do like uh like athletics to remain a hold on uh a hold on the on Taseal or you could do athletics or since uh it's part of uh nature right like a ride check is part of nature so you could oh, use yeah, nature as do a well ride check. too to, uh, to, to hold on. So, uh, what kind of fancy maneuver do you want Taseal to do that you have to Woohoo! Hold on for? 34! So, so, I figured that she was gonna do, like, um, like, do another barrel roll or, like, a, like, a loop-de-loop to, like, throw off her, like, the dragon, because I'm assuming the dragon is gonna come back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Taseal yells out, Hold on back there, and uh, Barley is still celebrating from having, uh, you know, teleported back in last time. Um, but Taseal, uh, like, kind of flips upside down and comes back, and quite literally, Tabitha, you are holding on up on an upside down dragon as it comes back and does another, you know, breath uh, strafing attack. Uh, it clears off the entire bridge, uh, but also kind of, you know. Uh, Toromir and others have to duck for cover and barely make it in time to, to get out of the breath, and the entire bridge of the uh, of Stormchaser is scorched at this point. But the undead are both knocked off the top and off the sides. Woohoo! Come get some, boys! And with that, um, you, you hear, what? And like you, um, at that point, uh, Vidi takes that as a, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Vanny takes that as a uh, cue to begin her teleportation ritual. <laughs> and up next, Jathal. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> so they're swarming the ship. Uh, the teleportation ritual has begun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're just going to do what I was planning on doing, and I'm going to basically take my um, my Alchemist Fire uh, Alchemist Bombs, basically, and just start chucking them. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give some to Old Man Jethal as well. He's gonna he's just we're just gonna throw him at the undead swarming the ship. So I'm I'm gonna say this: Old Man Jethal has much bit better firepower than an alchemist bomb at his disposal. Oh, fine. He can do yeah. something else. So what? Um, he, I he, mean, you could narratively. You could. Uh, narr- let's see. So we'll yeah. have. Throwing one thing at you here, first of all, uh, Jathal, is that this is narrative space, so if you use magic and things like that, it doesn't consume your spell slots. So you could direct you, old man Jathal, and... I've always used my spell slots. Okay, you can... Well, (laughs) I'm not going to require it this time. 
Um, but okay. you, Old Man Zathal, and Master Ganthus can all uh, use some sort of narrative uh, magical stuff if you want to. Magical stuff. Okay. 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 The vague magical stuff. Mm. I mean, if you really want to use alchemy, alchemy instead, you can. I mean, I, I thought it would I, be I, kind of fun, but I, I was just <laughs> assuming you were using alchemy specifically out of an intention of not of not consuming spell slots. Not necessarily. I thought it would just be kind of fun. Oh, I mean, go, uh, go ahead and do alchemy. You can end with the same result either way. <laughs> That's fine. I do want to succeed. I don't want to fail. So, uh, so yeah, like all three of us just start just start whipping spells. Uh, uh, old man Jethal can drop a fireball somewhere. Uh. Uh, I can Kona cold some guys off the the front of the bow. I'm like, this is my ship. And Master, or not Master Kevdek, uh, Master Kethis can just, I don't know, charm a group? Hey. Because charming I mean, undead works perfectly. Charming undead does work perfectly. Um, I does mean, anyone he has- have turn undead? He has a warlock. I mean, he has also... He's a magic. warlock? Yeah. Oh. Well, shoot. I didn't know he's a warlock. Sure. He uses... Flame strike? Warlockian? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, what differences as far as spells warlocks have, I guess. Some sort of a flaming spell of some sort. Yeah. All right. So, uh... The Jathals and Ma- uh, Master Ganthus unleash their arcane power, or occult power in Ganthus's case. Oh my god. What did you roll on your check? I rolled a 27, because I rolled a 5. I will use my hero point that I only have one of now. There. A 52. Well, that is a critical success. Oh, we got a floating reroll for all floating those re-roll uh, failures that we get. Hold on, I, I just I have the narrative for this. Nice. This is true. So, um, yes. so yeah, there, just, there is a um, the the Jathals and Ganthus just start just. You know, there's this massive arc. Tasteel and Tabitha fly up just outside of the range of it as the uh, as the arc of fire and everything comes, you know, streaking forward, and um, not really noticing or noticing just barely too late. Vanny finishes the teleportation spell, at which point, uh, just the the army shows up like right barely behind like the the flame so it actually ends up despite almost being tra- you know them tragically taking out their own army it ends up just being this like really cool effect where just fire and smoke and as soon as the smoke clears there's just this army of you know fey creatures just standing there you know and sort of the, the smoking ru- you know, ruins and you just hear Z- Zabrax go all right boys charge that's that's the way you make an entrance. Accidentally and almost killing yourself? No. I just made an awesome entrance for them. Do we All get right. any uh, any benefit for doing that? Like, are they stunned and or just mildly impressed with our abilities? I, I mean, I mean, some of the undead that aren't a uh, few of the undead that aren't being controlled are just like applauding. At this point in the distance, um, but the rest of them not seem what I to... was going for, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, up next is a fear. Well, so I can't use athletics or athletics, right? Or arcana, no. Arcana? Athletics or arcana. <sighs> All right. So how do I? Use this mech here. That's a good question. Well, and don't forget, think abstractly. 
if you, know, you if you can find a way to fit it into a skills check, uh, you can do it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what steps uh, we need to still to make. Because um, is is the is the ship? Well, uh, that wouldn't be that. That'd be probably that. Two, 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 two. Hmm. Well, at this point in time, I mean, you guys are getting close to the end of the skills challenge. So the goal right now would be, so you you probably at your height with the mech, you could probably see about where um, uh, VD was able to spot the the area where likely uh, Master uh, Kundal likely was predicted to be. Um, so you know, it maybe actions towards clearing out the the last of the path there hmm. might be a good way, or finding a way to get uh, the rest of the people over there. I mean, it could even be so in so far as pick up the airship and chuck it. Ooh, um, if uh, like you know, to 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 get the rest of the group that you know, other than Tabitha, is all on the airship over there. Would it be possible for? Um I don't know how that um, helps in a skill challenge, but essentially uh, assemble uh, our army on the mech, which I then act as a transport carrier for fighters um, and and make my way towards Kandal, essentially a walking um, fighting machine, I guess. So it's essentially not, you're wanting to just wade forward with an army and just make it as far forward as you can and give that army as much forward advance as you as, as Yeah, cuz I want to I want to I think, you know, having archers on top of, you know, the mech if they if they can balance okay. themselves and shoot from there or use have fighters to keep uh the uh the undead from crawling up the mech and and trying to disable it things of that nature trying to act as like a I transport. could see that being survival or warfare okay. lore or something like that okay let's let's try survival here and and see how we do okay um let's see what, what you're all I got a 29, which is not going to be high enough, is it? It is not high enough. Um, you do. There is a floating reroll out there. Yeah, I'll, I'll floating the reroll. Floating the reroll. Yes. Did you say the hero point? Or did you use that? He has a hero point. I think he still has his hero point as well. I do have my hero point, but I don't want to burn it on. Um, well, you know. so, so there's there's two things to take into account. Um, if it goes to Tormir, doesn't have any rerolls left. Yeah. And he's up next. Yeah, but he's yep. got his athletics back, and that's yeah, but his it's still highest skill. To just guarantee. But the thing is, is, if I use my hero point now, it won't be available for the f- actual fight versus Kandal. This is true. Um. Yeah, I guess I can just use the hero point and then reuse the. Um, how about a thirty-three? A thirty-three is a success. So, um, as you uh, are, are wading through, um, you're just kind of, you know, wading through the different, uh, you know, armies are attacking, but you're, you have, you're, you're covered with the boys at the current time, and um, you are... <laughs> <laughs> I just see Jethal and, and uh, Toromir just grimacing at me <laughs> at, that, at, at that turn of phrase. Not- I'm just not sure what that means. Uh, <laughs> just, I don't just, know either, but I don't like it. <laughs> so, uh, as you're wading through the battle, um, I mean, there are they're chopping you know, undead, and you know, you have kind of you're essentially a mobile you know uh, battery of archers that is just completely pummeling things. Um, the armies and some of the larger, like the undead ogres among them, are able to grab enough onto your leg that they pull you down and you're on your knee, you know, the mech goes down on one knee on one side and it looks like it's, you know, there's ones climbing the back and some of the boys are battling back against them. But a fear beyond, uh, you know, just, just pushing harder and harder is able to, um, you know, find, like, just get, get the strength to, stand up and, and struggle through it and um, 
the 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 boys finish off the uh, the the ar <laughs> the the army that's on top of them. <laughs> All right. Are you writing a fan fiction? <laughs> All right. That was a success. So, uh, Torment. I just can't even right now. It is to you. What What are you guys talking about? I, I'm a, very confused. There's a floating reroll. You have no hero point. And one success or one failure will lose it all. It's all down to you, Torment. So, athletics is back? Uh, yes, survival and perception are off the table for you right now. It's fist in time. With the boys. <laughs> Sweet. With the boys. <laughs> fist in time with the boys. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Kids, do not ask your parents. Look, it, it's clobber and time is taken. It's trademarked. So I got to oh, be, true. you know, I punch it, things yeah. with my fist. So I fist them. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. That is a t-shirt I don't want to own. I'm just standing there on the front of the t-shirt. It's fisted time. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of cool, to be honest. Fisteroo. All right. Uh, do, go ahead. Before you roll it, go ahead and kind of narrate to me, like, how are you, like, are you, like, charging forward and battling along with the army? Are you... Uh, I'm, I'm picking up one of the larger undead that has fallen... And I'm literally spinning it in a circle. Or attempting to spin it in a circle to take out as many of them as possible by beating themselves up with themselves. Do a giant whirlwind attack with a with a gigantic undead. That sounds yes. awesome. Let's uh go ahead and roll your athletics and see how well that turns out. Uh I I I struggled at first and I rolled a thirty, but then I found inspiration from Jethal's amazing fiery entry for the boys. And, yeah. and rolled a 33 instead. All right. So um, you are you pick it up and you swing it around and yeah, you, there's, you know you, it's a little bit heavier than you first expected, but yeah, like you said, you kind of pull pull yourself together and you spin it around to clear a path, and then not only that, you launch it right in the direction of Kundal's uh, command area, and it just kind of rolls along, just kind of clearing this large swath, and you all hear Marin yell out. Go, take him out. We'll hold. The, we'll hold the rest back. Yeah, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. The voice. One episode. Yep. Twice in one episode. All right. So you You're guys welcome, all listeners. At least he had chicken. At least he had chicken. Um. So what? It, it's for the Leroy Jenkins thing. Um, so, uh, Jethal, Athir. Uh, so Athir, I assume you're getting out of your mech and uh, going down to a system. Uh, I might as well. Huh. And then Jethal, you are uh, running forward. Uh, Tormir, you also are following the undead that you just lobbed, and Tabitha. Uh, it, it, you know, uh, at this point in time, uh, Taysil kind of flies over and Tabitha, you know, very agilely leaps off the back and, uh, or unties Francis first and then leaps off the back with Francis. Well, time. I'm sure she would say, you know, we're, we're going down, you know, hop out and I yeah. would have had Francis untied. Yeah, you would have had time to do that. Oh no, you know what? You needed one of those backpacks like that dude who has the corgi. In New York, where he carries around his corgi in a backpack. Um, Have you not seen this? Oh, I, yeah, I don't think yeah, I'm familiar yeah, with that. Hold on. you don't need to. We'll discuss after. We'll discuss after. We'll discuss after this episode. All right. Um, so Tabitha arrives last among the uh, four heroes with uh, with Francis in tow, and there is meet as uh, Tacio flies off, and you know. Does another strafing run against the undead. You see a cartwheeling barley on its on his on her back, just like celebrating and yelling for you guys. Uh, every once in a while, he falls off and teleports back on uh, periodically because he's really not all that well coordinated. But it's you know entertaining nonetheless. Uh, Promethor finally gets the uh, the engine back up and going, 
and uh, he uh, barely lifts off, and you see the legs and arms kind of flail around, knocking off any other undead, and it kind of you know does a sort of gradual bank and starts uh, working on uh, uh, trying to take off some other things. He does uh, use uh, activate something else. You see a large two barrels fold out of the front, and these like red beams come out. Uh, but it doesn't actually seem like it, it, it hits the undead and they really they actually seem bolstered by it. Um, so he uh, goes, Oh, not doing that one again. That makes sense. Um, Good job. And let's, let's uh, boost our uh, foe. And the, 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 the unpiloted mech is, uh, is, is left by the opening, it's possibly an escape route if needed. Um, you walk into the area, and despite all the chaos and all the battles and everything else going on, uh, this area seems somehow relatively calm. As you guys are walking up, you know, explosions and strafing runs and things like that going off behind you, uh, walking up in slow motion, one other person joins you by your side as you're walking up. Um, Alina Two Swords, uh, walking by your side. Kind of gives a uh, silent, knowing nod as you guys as she tu- she turns, uh, grim face looks for looks straight forward. You walk into this uh, sort of central pavilion. This looks kind of like uh, where uh, those of you guys who were in this tune before remember where the market area was. Looks like it's that same area. The uh, tapestries and sort of covered, uh, you know. Uh, cloth that hung overhead a lot of it is in tatters with holes in it but still somewhat intact um, and you it's quiet enough in this section of town surprisingly enough that you can hear the wind blowing through the cloth um, the, the the smell of undeath somehow is a little bit less present here possibly because more wind is able to travel through here but you're not quite sure um, and as you walk in you see a familiar face, at least familiar to some of you. The face of Hup. Oh, Hup. He walks out and says, I'm impressed. Quite impressed by the progress you have made. Hup would be too, if he was still here. But know this. Armors of the undead can always be remade. And with you leading them by my side, they will truly become unstoppable. Do you wish to do this the easy way or the hard way? Hup, you were my friend. You must truly be lost. I will do what I must. As there are, as you uh, see, there are two others that walk out. You were meant to be the chosen one. <laughs> I've got the high ground. Um, two others walk out. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> the uh, w- um, one is a is a orc. Um, his. Face is contorted with, um, looks like, uh, you know, just he has a very sort of stern look on his face. He has a lot of scars on his face, looks like scars that might have been uh, put, you know, brought there um, from before he was uh, brought back as undead. Um, his hands, uh, what flesh left on them, has uh, wraps around them. Uh, and he is wearing uh, at least. The remaining tatters of what looks like a gi. Um, he is definitely a martial artist of some sort. He looks and uh, as he walks out, you see just the look of determination in Alina's face sort of fade a little bit as you just see it replaced with a mo- with just a look of recognition and sorrow, and she utters out. What have you become? And he responds back. The orc does. I've become more powerful than I ever could by your side. Dang. 
You just gonna let him do you dirty like that, Lilina? <laughs> she kind of grips her both of her swords a little bit more tight and looks at you as you know, kind of gives you a side glance and says never, and then looks back at him. Determination replaced, or you know, her her concern replaced again by determination. The other person you see here is a gnome. A female gnome. Looks very similar to both uh, Vani and Vivi. Though not <sighs> quite the same as you've, uh, you recall. Oh, that's what happened to Vici. And she smiles and goes, After I finish you off, I can make my family whole again. It's family fun time! <laughs> and her eyes begin glowing this sort of sickly blue color. And the same, same blue color begins uh, glowing out of her hands. And uh, the person piloting Hup's body holds up his hand and says, Not yet, you'll get your turn in a bit. And he walks out, hands outstretched, and goes, Are you ready? And we will end the episode there. No! Thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. This is the moment, guys. This is what we've it's all been looking to forward real. to. It's about to get real. It's real. So, uh, reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Um, I mean, it, it could be anyone. Clearly Hup. Clearly Hup. Clearly Hup. Um... But uh, reach out to us on Facebook, or you can find us on email, uh, paperpencilizepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencilizepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.